Welcome to Muni Radio's uh, Happy Hour. We got your host tonight, John Gab. Prince, host him, baby. Thanks. Make some noise for John Gab. Am I good, George? Fuck yeah. All right, guys. Welcome to the open mic here at Mutiny on Friday. What is going on with this fucking mic stand? What the fuck is this, dude? Oh, my God. What is that? I don't know. It's like a fucking cock ring on the mic. What did you do, George? This is fucking gypsy magic. All right, there we go. Holy shit, that was weird, you guys. Thank you for anyone tuning in live. You guys are awesome. We have a ton of awesome comics who have signed up. We have a really uh, heavy open mic lineup. Uh, I'm going to kick it off with a little bullshit and then introduce your first comic. All right, this is a better mic stand. Thank you, George. High production value here at Mutiny Radio. Uh, so I wanted to tell you guys a quick story. Uh, I did a comedy show at a strip club, and, uh, a few of you might have been to this place, this little spot called The Sweet Spot, rest in peace, uh, it used to be a show at The Crazy Horse on Market Street, really, uh, highbrow strip club, and, uh, the time that I went, it turns out, uh, Famous porn star Holly Hendricks happened to be booked there to do a show. Now, some of you may look, you look like you might be familiar with Holly Hendricks' work. Uh, This woman put on a 
the most insane show I think I've ever seen in my life. So the the nice thing about the sweet spot is you could smoke in the upstairs room at this strip club. So we had been passing around weed for about an hour. And that was one of the highest I've ever been in my life when the host of the show tells me Holly Hendricks is here and she's putting down a show downstairs. You should go check it out. So I go wander in. There's maybe only two other comics that were interested. And I sat down in the back and watched what unfolded in front of me. So when I sat down already, the woman was doing naked backward somersaults. So already we're off to like a great start. And uh, so immediately upon me sitting down, she starts taking $1 bills and shoving them into her own asshole, right? And she gets about, yeah, thank you for the clap. She gets about 10 or 12 ones into her own asshole and then starts handing them out to the front row patrons. Now, I'm sitting in the back having a problem because... Yeah, yeah, like I'm going to take this home and like jerk off later. You know, they're acting like they just got like Willy Wonka's golden ticket and they're about to take it home. And uh, so she's handing them out until the last guy on the end, the last one she pulls out, it's like all wet and like crumpled up, you know? It's like the worst ATM of all time. You like put it in, fresh, crisp, comes out just all like goopy and stuff. So she, the last guy, instead of handing it to him, she throws it at him. And it fucking splatters off of his shirt. I was like, thank God I'm in the not in the splash zone. It's like a Gallagher show at this place. So this woman, I thought that was like the showstopper, right? But this woman then gets on her hands and knees and takes different different singles, but still dirty fucking singles and starts shoving them into her mouth. So she gets about 15 singles deep and I'm starting to have sympathy gag reflexes, right? So I'm trying to hide my face because I'm actually gagging while all the other guys are stroking their dick, imagining like, oh, that's like $15 worth of my dick right there. Now, I thought that was going to be the showstopper, but then she tells the front row patrons, hey, take some of these ones, put them inside my vagina. Now, the gentlemen are all timid about doing it until one savage just comes up and grabs a fucking handful and just starts cramming it fucking into her like it's Thanksgiving and he's making turkey. And uh, he gets, they get about 35 singles into this woman. And it's, at one point, there's six gentlemen all fucking shoving into here. And the, like the security guards, I, like I'm not a frequenter of strip clubs, but I imagine it's a don't touch the women kind of thing. But this woman was putting on a very like interactive performance. It was a very interactive show. So she's telling him, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. So they shove about $30 to $40 worth of singles into her. And at some point, she's, she's pulling them out. But she gets to a point where she realizes that there's some up in there that she can't reach. So I immediately want to stop the show. I have so many questions. Like, what happens then? Do you have to go to the hospital? What's the workman's comp situation for something like that? Who pays your hospital deductible? Like, what? Is it the club's responsibility? I don't know. I have a lot of questions. But uh, when I thought that was uh, the end of the show, she summoned a pair of Giants tickets from her vagina and it became a contest of who's going to go craziest for the Giants tickets. The gentleman in the front won them. And I have to say, I watched this performance for about 40 minutes. I laughed. I cried. I might have come a little bit. And it's hands down the greatest show I think I've ever seen in my life. So give it up for Holly Hendricks. That was a, what a performer. 
All right. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to kick it off with your first comedian. Uh, he is very funny. I see him around all the time. Give it up for Arjun Banjari. It's Arjun Banerjee. No, it's cool. I don't give a... I was... I'm giving you a hard time, dude. I don't give a... You said Banjari. Which is a... Th- Banerjee. I don't know what... Yeah, it's, that's a common... That's a common mistake. But yeah, that's right, guys. I took Ian's... I took Ian's spot. It's fine. My phone's fine. Doesn't get... I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm a goddamn icon, okay? No, I didn't. I did turn it off, though. Yeah, but that that was there already. It's fine, dude. Guys, my phone is garbage, and I don't give a fuck. Watch this. Stop. Don't test me. Don't you fucking dare. I will ruin my phone for a bit in front of seven comedians because that's how committed I am to my craft, okay? I will... Don't. Don't. Because you know I won't. Okay, fine. Okay, fine. You won. Hell yeah, dude. Put it, play it up. No, everyone bring your phone out and put the song on that's on right now. Everyone do it. Everyone do it. Get it out. Get your phone out. Everyone, phones out. Phones out. Phones out. No, everyone, sh- put your phone out and start playing music, okay? Anyways, I, uh, I don't, uh, what was that joke I recently wrote? Oh, here it is. You know, people say monogamy isn't natural. But you know what is natural? Dying of polio. Uh, which is why I don't vaccinate the five kids I have with three different women. <laughs> I know it's a very wordy joke. It's a lot of math. <laughs> no, it's not. It's two numbers. It's you. There. It's two numbers. You don't have to add them or do anything with them. I just give them to you. Like the number six and seven. Is that a lot of math for you? Is that me being like there? I had ten friends, but now I have two. Is that too much math? That's. Not, I'm not even asking you how many friends did I lose because of the things I say. It's uh. It's, uh, it's, uh, you know, I'm very lonely. I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm, ve- I'm deeply lonely. I, uh, you, do you guys ever get so lonely you consider joining a church? You know, because, like, I don't know if gods exist, if God exists, but, like, my friends definitely don't. Like, I am alone. It's, it sucks. Like, uh, you know, I don't know, it'd be cool and go tell your priest about all your problems. He has to listen. That's amazing, dude. It's like a therapist, but free. And all you have to do is he'll be, he'll be like, you tell him all your problems and just, like, stop being gay. And, you know, you know, the Westboro Baptist Church, sure, they're hateful bigots, but they seem really close, you know? They got it going on. They're, um, I, um... I really was hoping that vaccine joke would fucking annihilate. Like, I was hoping, I was like holding it, I was like, when I wrote it, I was like, this joke's not good, but I was like hoping Secret Hope was one of those jokes where you write when, man, I wish I had my phone on me. Anyways, do you guys all just want to take a break and look at your phones for a bit? Because, which woman let you impregnate them and treat you for child? All of them, dog. Your mom. Ah! Why are you guys not reacting to me fucking just crushing up here? What's happening? What's that? Like, I'm usually, at least this stage presence at least gets something, but you guys are giving me nothing. I hate you. I hate all of you. You know, I ride my bike, which makes me a hero. I, uh, I ride my bike pretty much everywhere. I mean, I get rides from Max now, but before I did that, I, uh, 
I, I used to ride my bike everywhere and I, uh, it's fun, but I ride my bike. Like, I don't know that every car could kill me, you know, just running through red lights, just getting out of that bike lane. I'm like, share the road. But when I'm on it, it's fucking mine, dog. Okay. Fuck bikes. Anyways, uh, is it, I'm moving to San Francisco. I might be moving to San Francisco soon. I've never lived here before. I might be moving, but is it gentrification if you're moving back in with your dad? Okay. No. My dad came here in the 80s, you know? So fuck off. Anyways, housing policy is really complicated, guys, okay? That's the end of my set now. No. It's going to be me talking about how housing policy is actually... Like, we all have a right to live. Okay. You know, my friend, he says about his ex-girlfriends, he's like, you know, I really dodged that bullet because he didn't continue to date them. But I think if you dated them at all... That bullet hits you, you know? Like, if you get shot in the arm, you can't be like, oh, I dodged it. Like, it didn't kill you, but you still got fucking maimed, dog. <laughs> this was bad. I didn't... I enjoyed it because I... I'm like... I just love the sound of my voice and the fact... And the fact that I was able to talk for five minutes, but like... What are we doing? <laughs> like, let's all quit. Okay, but, but you know what? Everyone give me their time. Can I have your time? 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 Okay, well, it was worthy a shot. Okay. Okay. All right, give it up for Arjun Banerjee. Did I say that right? Banerjee that time? Banerjee. Banerjee. Okay, fuck yeah, you guys. All right, that was interesting. That was fun. Uh, all right, guys, your next comedian, he was here last week, uh, and I met him. He's a funny guy. Give it up for the one named Capitol. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. First off, gotta pay the piper. Second off, I feel like they should hire homeless people to write fortune cookies. Because, I'm just kidding. They're always trying to be wise and shit, giving advice. Like, they can help you, but not themselves. Like, uh, the other day, this I gave this old lady a dollar, and she told me, you are going to live a very successful life because you are blessed. And I was a little upset. Because I don't want to be blessed. I work fucking hard. And if I'm blessed, I can't take any of the credit. Like, if I'm blessed and I kill tonight, I got to thank God for everything I got. Like, I don't work 40 hours a week for my fucking apartment. I can't even be proud. It's like, it's like I'm rich, but it's all my parents' money. Um, and, oh, at least with my parents' money, I know I'm covered on shit like rent and food and weed but I'm not even sure that I'm blessed because the only people that are ever going to tell me are homeless people or priests after I pay them and if the Pope walked in right now and said you're all going to hell but you capital you are blessed I might go to Vegas that week but that's not gonna happen 
And since I have no family money and it's a maybe on the blessing, I still have to make sure I don't die of starvation. I'd rather worry about my, uh, my karma than blessings. Whole world run on two things, money and karma. And the same way you gotta keep some money in the bank in case you do some stupid shit or like lose your job, you gotta keep some karma in the bank in case you do some stupid shit or you gotta get away with some shit. Like the other day, I, uh, I got to the BART station and the fire alarm was going off, so all the little doors were open. And I know you're still supposed to pay when that happens, but I was feeling a little rebellious because I always pay. And every time I pay, I see somebody hop right over the thing and I just worry about my karma. But that ain't working because now I'm broke. So I was feeling a little, rebelli ah, little rebellious, just walked right on through, ran up and got on my train. And then the door was closed and the train didn't move. So I had to just sit there, look at the fire alarm and think about my crimes. Which, it's a very tiny crime, I know that. Um, but, it's hard out here for a white guy to get some karma. I'm a great person, but to get enough karma to get away with intentionally breaking the law, you gotta save that shit up for years. Some bad shit's gotta happen to you. Like, if you have a bad childhood, like your parents beat you, you can bully people in high school, and you'll be fine when you're older. Karma balances out. If your mom smokes crack, you can sell crack. Get away with it for a while. But you're trading karma for money, so if you go too hard too long, uh, you can lose it all. So, sitting on the train, I got some anxiety, and I told myself, if the train doors open, then I will go back out and I will pay. And suddenly, they opened, and the fire alarm turned off. So then I go back downstairs, and there's cops there for the fire alarm, but the fire alarm's off, so the doors are closed. So I can't get out. But this is where I actually earn my karma. I work hard for my shit. So I, uh, I walk right up. Don't look behind me. Just hop right over 180 like Michael Jackson, pay and walk in. And only one cop sees me, and he just looks at me and goes. And I am so thankful I did that. Because the next thing that happened, I straight might go to Jesus for this. I get to my stop, and apparently, they're checking fares for Bart now. I got photo proof of this shit. I never knew that. God is trying to speak to me. Oh shit. I might be blessed. Alright, that's all I got for tonight. Thank you. Everybody thank your host, John, too. Alright, give it up for Capital, you guys. You know, I was just thinking, uh, you remind me of uh, the dude from Breaking Bad. Not uh, Jesse, but the friend that he has that sells the meth for him. You, see, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, same shit. You're just like a white version of that dude. That's, that's what I think. That's, that joke's fucking so good. Fuck you guys. <laughs> All right, guys. Your next comedian. Uh, I have never met her before, but uh, I'm sure she is very funny. Give it up for Salma Zaki. Cool, thank you. Nice to meet you. Um, I, uh, you guys ever think you're stupid, but then you meet other people, and you're like, I think I'm doing okay, <laughs> you know? Like, I was with my friend shopping. The other day we were shopping, and then she was like, I'm so broke, I can't afford any of this stuff. And I was like, well, why don't you use the uh, five-finger discount? 
And she goes, do you want me to get fisted by the manager, Selma? I was like, that's not what that means, you know? Like, how many pairs of free sunglasses have you gotten, Sarah? <laughs> You're such a whore. Um, I don't know. I, uh, you know, I have fears. I think we all have fears. And... I think I learned that if you, so this is what you're supposed to do if you have a fear you have to surround yourself by that fear in order to conquer it right so like for example like I have a fear of cancer so I've been hanging out with my grandma a lot um, she was born in July so <laughs> she's a cancer um, she also has nine brain tumors so <laughs> she's dying I but she's cool um, <laughs> I don't know who takes the bus anybody take the bus <laughs> everyone in here literally everyone that's cool i think i'm actually getting towed I, I took my car but i put it in a spot i wasn't supposed to so i'm probably getting towed that's cool um i uh yeah I, I you know you're supposed to give up your seat on the bus to like someone with disabilities or old person or whatever uh but i like to you know give my seat up to the healthiest looking white man on the bus, really have him think about what, why I did that, you know, really give him a left turn to his day, like, uh, <laughs> you know, like, sir, you don't look like you make enough money, take a seat, you know, take a seat, <laughs> works every time, um, I have the body and strength of an eight-year-old, it's true, yeah, it's true, body and strength of an eight-year-old, so if you need me to take your kid's lunch money, I can do that for you, I can do that, your kid must be a baby, actually, though, your kid, must be a baby or else I can't, can't take him, can't take him. Uh, six months or older, I will get beat. Um, great. I, uh, you know, I'm an animal in bed. I'm an animal in bed, uh, but that animal is a chihuahua because <laughs> I pee a lot and I'm always cold, you know, always cold, shivering. Um, <laughs> Like in life, not in bed. I don't, does that, I guess that makes it seem like I pee a lot in bed. That's a different story. Okay. Uh, I mean, in general, I just peel. <laughs> and I'm always cold. Um, <laughs> what else? I um, can't be kinky. I don't think I can be kinky. I don't have that in me, you know, because I'm too sensitive. Too sensitive. I get very defensive. Like if some guy were to call me a bad girl in bed, <laughs> I would just be like, actually, I do a lot of charity work, Scott. That would have been funnier if they didn't walk in just then. Uh, I do a lot of charity work. It's okay. I do a lot of charity work. Scott. Are you Scott? <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, well, okay. That's the joke, I guess. No, I can't really, I can't really go on with that. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it can't be kinky too fragile i will die you know choking i'm gonna just die there what am i gonna body slam him you know like okay all right you guys use the bathroom ever <laughs> this is <laughs> i don't have any okay cool 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 um you know when you go to the bathroom in a restaurant and then they give you like a key but it's attached to like a giant thing <laughs> that's like it's always like the last thing you'd ever find in a bathroom <laughs> It's like so that you don't lose it, but they give you like two giant pans. They're like, yeah, just go to the bathroom with these pans. I'm like, these are dirty used pans that you just found in the kitchen. You know, that's not, I feel like if I owned a business, I'd want to make it real tough. You know, just have a Rubik's cube. Be like, you got to solve it. So sorry. You got to solve this before, or you shit your pants. You either solve this or you shit your pants. Or like I'd make it like, I don't know. 
a car tire that'd be interesting <laughs> if anyone has any other ideas for that it'd be you know that's cool you can you know hit me up later maybe pass me a note or something okay give it up for john guys all right give it up for sama that was great just want to go ahead and remind everyone to please make sure you're donating like your two dollars to the the bottle i you know i asked pam about this but like whose fucking job is it to like take the fucking money out of this goddamn thing because like you have to just sit and fucking shake it and like pull it out and i'm like you know you could what taking what out yeah pam does it <laughs> she does it herself and i was like whose fucking job yeah, she gets her fingers in there and shit. And I was like, why don't you just use like a easier thing? Like, why don't you use a... That's what I assume. Was it? Oh. Oh, that's really shitty. Really? Wow. That's really shitty. All right, well, on that happy note, you guys, your next comedian, uh, this guy is all around the Bay Area. He runs a room, I think, out of his own living room. This gentleman is extremely funny. Give it up for Jonah Pollock. John, maybe you can suggest to Pam, tell her about that lady who got 41s inside her. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know how sanitary Pam's insides are. Uh, can I just... Uh, it's too, is that too much? That's too graphic. I'm sorry. I'm so hack. I'm just a comedian. I have an hour about Pam Benjamin's biology. Um, can I just like... There used to be like a, like a little fridge in here. Can I just like donate a semen sample instead of money? Can someone just sell my semen to somebody who's looking to start a family? Uh, I've been smoking less pot, so it's probably viable. Uh... <laughs> I've just been I've been smoking less pot because I, instead I've been spending my money on vinyl, uh, <laughs> which is v- very relatable to a bunch of broke ass comedians. Uh, no, but like I told my dad I was getting into records, and he was like, "Oh, that's so cool! I should give you all my old records." So I'm thinking about telling my dad that I'm getting really into money. <laughs> so I'm like, "Hey, dad, you know what? You also got some of." Um, and uh, it's funny is, is you know I've I've given up on like I I've well, I haven't given up on coming into money I just haven't met the person I'm going to murder for insurance fraud yet. This <laughs> is that's the thing about capitalist society. It's hard. We're so busy. It's hard to get close enough to someone to make them feel that you have their best interests in mind. <laughs> Everyone's just busy on Tinder. Um, it's fine. Like I know my, I'm like I'm on bad terms with my mom, so I know like I'm probably not getting any money from her. Like, which is fine because I already know that she like plans to leave all her money to like endow like gluten free food for a cat orphanage or something. Like that's, which is it's her it's her life. God bless her. Which uh, when I moved out here, she was like, you know, there's a chance you might die in an earthquake. And I countered, yes, but there's an even better chance I won't have to talk to you as much. <laughs> that is, yeah, three thousand miles. Um, that that joke does rough with mothers. <laughs> Imagine if like ha- like a substantial portion of the human race was just like, oh, you're saying the thing I love most could just turn on me. Fuck you. And yeah, well, I didn't invent the world. I just exploited it. Um, but I, I, I there's definitely there's an empathy gap, right? We have an empathy gap. Uh, that's why, like you know, um, Molly might be legal in a couple years for treating depression. 
And uh, I don't think it should be legal. I think it should be mandatory. I think we should just replace college with everyone having to have like four years of ego deaths until they're a better person. Like if you go to a job interview and they're like, well, I'm seeing here you don't have any experience with mescaline or ayahuasca. I'm seeing one mushroom trip. So it's like that should be a problem. Uh, although I think that there should be a dress code at like Coachella. Like, everyone should do all the drugs, but you should, like, don't dress like a homeless wizard. It's not... No one's ever made the world a better place while dressed like a homeless wizard. Um, I, I I personally, I look like this because, like, so it's like, it's like I could be a nerd or I could be a serial killer, but if you engage with me, I know I've earned it. So, that's <laughs> what... Uh, it's like I f apparently like I, I get a feedback that I look I seem smart but also kind of weird and aloof and not like people assume I'm 10 years older than I am and honestly I would be down to be perceived as like immature and inexperienced if people were just like can someone shut up that hot dumb inexperienced hot young person just stuff it put a dick in their mouth just shut them up uh, that would be the most sexual attention I've gotten in a year if <laughs> someone told me to put a dick in my mouth um how am I doing on time? I got a while. Oh, man. So does anyone need, like, a quick therapy session? <laughs> we can turn interactive. Um, round of applause. Who is going to hurt, th hurt themselves if they don't get some good advice in a hurry? <laughs> All right. Wh what, are you, what are you having problems with? Uh, actually, I'm good. <laughs> actually, you're good. All right, so severe case of denial. <laughs> interesting, very interesting. Uh, actually, I, I am I'm in therapy, so I'm kind of an advocate. Uh, you got to get that free Obamacare therapy while it still exists. Uh, is it like the thing about a therapist is like you can keep a journal, but then they can find it after you die and read all your embarrassing thoughts. But like a therapist is like a journal with like an auto destruct signal because one day they're going to get cancer and not exist anymore. <laughs> and then no one can find out what a needy little whiny bitch you are. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying people in therapy tend to be. Uh, but it's, I, I bike seven miles uphill to get to the therapist. So that way, by the time I get there, I'm too tired to lie to myself because therapy is like a Shyamalan movie where it turns out you've been dead inside the whole time. It's <laughs> just... You're just like, wait a minute, I haven't had an honest feeling since 13. What? Um, that's too brutal. But I'll leave you guys on this. I, I recently I told my therapist that my five-year plan was to defer my student loans and to learn how to grow weed with reprocessed fish poop. And I was hoping for some pushback, but he was immediately on board. He's like, no, dude, you're finally having a breakthrough. Uh, this is what contact with truth feels like. Thank you. Right, give it up for Jonah Pollock, you guys. Woo. I like uh, when you first came up to shake my hand, you just kind of like daintily gave me, you presented me your hand. That was really nice. Um, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian is a great friend of mine. She is very funny. She just got on to the number one live comedy podcast in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, please make it loud for Rachel D. Hi, Mutiny. How's everybody doing? You guys, good Friday afternoon in the shack. Uh, I went to awe. Um, you know, I uh, didn't. I didn't have an orgasm until I was 30. I know, right? It's that's it's a good sad note to begin on. Uh, I blame I blame my parents because I don't want to take responsibility for that. Uh, 
they didn't they didn't ever talk about sex right so i learned from a book because i'm old and there was no internet uh it's called the joy of sex has anybody heard of this book right okay if you have it's so it's basically a big book uh, it's a big picture book of kama sutra poses right uh but they're drawn in charcoal uh and they're white people instead so it's like um the like gentrification of the joy of sex in a way i guess i don't know uh it was the 70s version so the guy was like really 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 hairy and big um so yeah i thought i was having orgasms guys i did like i i also learned about orgasms from watching pg-13 movies <laughs> so i was making all the right noises you know i was doing that much yeah so um thought i was having orgasms turns out they were probably more like anxiety attacks right <laughs> Uh, recently, though, you know, it took the Japanese for me to uh, figure out the orgasm, right? Actually, one in particular, right? Hitachi, you know? He lives in my nightstand. It's a good place. <laughs> because, you know, honestly, that's, uh, there are too many soft dicks in America right now. I mean, guys, I blame porn. You guys watch too, way too much porn, way too much porn. Do you know porn viewership in America is at an all-time high right now? Erectile dysfunction is also at an all-time high right now in America. Uh, you know, I think that porn just kind of creates all kinds of unrealistic expectations. Right? For single women ordering pizza everywhere. <laughs> didn't want the extra large sausage pizza. Um, actually, no, I, porn does create all kinds of unrealistic expectations for um, how much fun it is to get cum on your face. Right? We're the only other woman in here, and she's not agreeing either. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Will you like some cum on your face? Okay. It's good for you? I'm speaking for the ladies, though, because that's usually, like, I'm, like, speaking for the ladies, you guys can just come on Max, okay? Just, <laughs> I know, because, I'm sorry, Max, I was looking at you, but I was thinking, <laughs> no, all right, so, but really, I mean, also, stop telling me it's good for my skin, it's, it's not, it's not, <laughs> um, God, yeah. I uh, I just got cleared for disability leave because uh, I'm crazy. I know, right? I got the crazy leave. Uh, you guys don't worry about me. Uh, you know, I'm not going to shoot up the place or anything, though, right? Because that's man's work. <laughs> you know? Got that locked and loaded. <laughs> um, yeah. How about... I uh, I shop in the the big girl section of the children's department because <laughs> it fits and it's cheaper. But I'm honestly a bit worried that I'm going to be kidnapped by a pedophile, and then when he finds out I'm 40, I'll be rejected again. <laughs> um, I'm really into big guys. I like a guy that could like full on like Flintstone me out of the room, you know. 
like not by the hair but like like you know lip, like pick me up throw me over the shoulder like you know exit I'm like a really big guy and I was trying to figure out why I'm into big guys besides that joy of sex book that really fucked me up but uh I think it's um I think it's because when I was going to uh amusement parks when I was a kid growing up like I was always told I wasn't tall enough to ride that ride so now when I date a big guy, it's like a big fuck you to Disneyland, right? <laughs> if they let me on Space Mountain when I was in first grade, maybe I'd be into the Seven Dwarves. <laughs> didn't happen that way. Um, I broke up, when I broke up with my boyfriend, I was telling myself, you know, uh, that it was because I was tired of pretending, you know, to be um, monogamous. <laughs> but what I failed to recognize or value was relationship dick. Right? I feel nostalgic for it. Safe dick, right? Safe dick, right? It'll, it'll trap you in a cycle of monotony, uh, but it won't trap you in a basement, <laughs> right? Or kill you, or make you play Xbox. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm Rachel D. Give it up for Rachel, you guys. That was great. I have to say, though, I don't know if you, you really know a Flintstone type, because I, I am Fred Flintstone body type. I, don't, I think you, you meant like Paul Bunyan, not Fred Flintstone. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a, a comic written down. I am not sure who they are. It is a mysterious name. Do we have someone here by the name of Clem? Clem, all right, dude. Fuck yeah, he's got a shoe, brace on, he's ready to go. He's got a whole thing of change. All right. Fuck yeah, dude. Give it up for Clem. I know. I was singing that, but then I left the funnel outside. Uh, don't start till you put it in. One at a time. Just the whole thing. I was thinking I would start with the quarters first, right? Because they're the easiest to do without my glasses on. But uh, I just wanted to say thank you to uh, the Mutiny Studio here. This is my first time, my cherry, right now. So, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks so much. I had to. I had to because uh, I'm almost unhireable. You know what I mean? I have a... Uh, uh, I use this boot, and if I don't have the boot, then I, uh, I have my wheelchair. And so uh, I just graduated from Cal State Bakersfield, matter of fact, last year. So I've been with millennials. Any millennials out there? You're going to claim it? I love them. Absolutely love them. I thought I went through shit in the 70s, right, being molested and having a cock in my mouth and in my ass by the time I was six. But millennials go through shit. They worry so much about their grades, they're willing to fucking commit suicide for it. There's nothing worth that at that age to have to worry about when your, your whole exam is based on whether you get whether a carbon atom and an oxygen atom is a ketone and which way it, it faces. I'll tell you that. Okay, that was a bad joke, right? You didn't get that. Not a lot of science majors here I can get in the room. Okay, not a problem. I can take that back how about we go uh, lgbq2 all right we like that 
I'd say it all, but I'm so nervous because if my wife hears this, I don't know which way she's going to sue me, all right? Because I married her, she was a transgender, and she had a dick. But now she had her SRS surgery, and now she has a pocket. I don't yet call it a vagina because it's like a playground that's in the installment series, right? It gets the labiaplasty in the second round. And the only one who's going to get that is the females in the audience, aren't they? But they won't laugh. It's hard to laugh about anatomy, right? But I tell her, I'm like, ever since she's got that, the whole life has changed in the house. It used to be three dicks. Me, the dog, that's a boy, and her. And I'm sorry, but, you know, this is probably how it goes, is I'm probably going to have to sue myself because my own transgender phobias, I have to say I miss the dick. Okay? And I can say that because dicks are delicious. Joe Rogan was right. He's got a podcast where he talks about it, okay? And it's not just delicious about taste. And let me take that back, okay? Certain dicks are delicious, all right? Circumcised dicks are delicious, okay? Because right there, it's like a pasty preview, right? There's no foreskin you got to pull back, right? You don't have to take a sniff afterwards. Wait, uh, oh, no, that pastry's gone wrong, okay? Right? So what I say is, guys, you got to wash your penis, okay? That's the main key to that, okay? Because that makes it taste a lot better. Now, unfortunately, my first marriage, it lasted for 17 and a half years, and so I was married to a female. And then my next one is just anniversary was uh, uh, five years. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of hard to say that you both like vagina and dick, right? You know what I mean? But that's kind of the way it goes. So, you know, I'm my own best friend when it comes to that LGBTQT community, okay? And I had to say that, you know, the best thing about being married to my wife is that uh, we were married right in the courthouse of San Francisco on the governor's uh, uh, landing there. And we were married 11 days after I died. Now, I knew that wasn't going to get any laughs. But I'm still here. Hello. That's a little bit of round of applause, right? I mean, I'm still here. Now, the only thing I got to ask is why twice, right? What did I miss the first time, God, that you had to bring me back the second time to have a conversation with me about what I missed up in my life the first time, the second time? Now, by the time the fourth time that my heart stopped and I died, I was like, listen now, gosh dang it. You and I are going to have a little conversation here, and I don't care if you are the all-powerful universe of the creation or whatever, but... I don't want to go out and stand in front of people on stage and tell them how broke I am and how I can't get a job with Google because I smoke too much weed and I don't even care. I still go to the interviews anyways because if you can go there. I went in my wheelchair. They opened up the door. They said, wait a minute. We don't have a lab set up for you. So they didn't have a lab set up for a person with a mobility device uh, issue. But that's okay because I'm, I'm not disabled. I'm not a car. I'm not an AI. And I'm not a bomb ready to go off, okay? But maybe I am. I'm Clem. Thank you. And that's my time. All right, you guys, give it up for Clem. That was interesting, to say the least. Holy shit. Tasty dicks. My white, I don't, yeah, that was an interesting set to follow. Did you say this was your first time on stage? Yeah, 
Dude, that's impressive. Give him a, a round of applause because it's scary to go on your first time. You have you're confident. I thought you were gonna fall off the stage with that fucking boot, but you you fucking held it together. You brought your fucking bag of change. I feel like there's Chuck E. Cheese tokens in this. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's her nieces and nephews. <laughs> All right. All right. I believe you. I believe you. All right. We are going to move on because this is, this is, uh, that we got to keep this train rolling, you guys. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian is, uh, I consider him one of my best comedian friends. I think this gentleman is one of the nicest people I have, I have ever had the pleasure of meeting. And he's also one of the funniest people I've ever met. So please make it really loud and make him feel very warm and fuzzy for Kaiser Lieb. I love the intro music. Every time there's intro music, I always feel like I have to wait until the intro music is over before I can start talking. And then... We got John Gab, John Gab here, smoking the gun jab (laughs) because of the letters. I bought stamps this week. I'm still mad about this because I'm old-ish now, but I'm still younger than internet. If I want to contact somebody who is far away, I use my cellular telephone either via a regular phone call where you have to say the words over and over or, you know, maybe an email or a nice Facebook message where you can just type the words once. And that's fine. If I want to talk to you, I am going to send you 1,000 drunken confessions of my love via the internet. I'm not going to involve the Postal Service in that. But when it comes to the Internal Revenue Service, they do not accept Facebook message. They don't take Venmo. They want check. And this means that I need stamp. The problem is that when you go to the store, you cannot buy stamp. Stamp is a product that is sold only in the plural. What I'm saying, guys, is that I have 49 stamps that I'm going to lose before the next time I have to send a letter. I will buy them again. That's how they get you. But I had to have the stamps so that I could send my taxes. I want to know, can I deduct that off of my next year's taxes? I want that $1.39 or whatever. The thing that really bothered me about it was that I had already paid my damn taxes. Right? I'm not trying to dodge anything. I filled out the form on the internet and I put in the box 37 and deduct one twelfth of box 13 or whatever. I did, the, I did the thing right. Like TurboTax was like, good job, dude. It's fine. And the federal government was like, that's fine. But then they went back and they looked again and some other dude did all the same math and got all the same paperwork and he came up with a different answer. And if you could just go look at it and come up with the answer, why did I have to do the math? Like, why couldn't they just do the math first and tell me how much money to give them? And then that would be the amount. I don't, I'm not going to check. No, no, they have to make me do it wrong so that they can remind me how dumb I am. 
And I get, I get, I gave up on being a libertarian, man. Okay, I get it. The roads and the schools and whatever, and your tax dollars at work. You know what I don't want my tax dollars working on? Is my tax dollars. <laughs> they had to pay somebody to go back and do. Nobody's doing that for free. You got like this circle jerk of the money that goes in to get more money. They got this. It's like taxturbation <laughs> going on. I saw a sign earlier today for meditation classes. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that meditation is an act in which you don't do anything. People take classes for that. Oops. I did something again. We'll have to start over. It reminds me of the time that I was in college, and I, uh, I had to get a PE credit. So I took... Introduction to walking. <laughs> it's a real class. Introduction to walking is the only class where you have to indicate mastery of the subject in order to reach the class. <laughs> oh, well, Kaiser's rolling the class again. Well, someday maybe he'll learn to use those legs. I got a B. The guy's the best, the best guy. My mom was hot. <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean in like an Oedipus complex way, because I would much rather have sex with my grandmother. <laughs> I just mean like, Gab's over there giving me the light, the finger light. He's like, he's like E.T. Elliot. Maxwell. All right, guys. I love you. Have good days. Be funny and good and stuff. Bye. I'm, I'm Kaiser. I'm Kaiser. Fuck yeah. Keep it going for Kaiser, you guys. Yeah. Oh. Is that. Is this a. Yeah, there you go. All right. Get all the way in there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, your next comedian up. I have never met him, but uh, he seems like a funny guy. Uh, give it up for Rong Zhao. Thanks, George. George? Right? Sure, not, not George. Someone, there's a George. That, that's, that's John. There's also a George. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was talking about the music. Stupid, okay. He doesn't give a shit about me. He just... <laughs> I just like music was off, so I said... You're putting a 20 in, so you can say whatever the fuck you want. All right. I, I, I put 20 because I only have 20, but... <laughs> I went to see my doctor recently because uh, I missed her. And she, she told me that my blood sugar level was much higher than two years ago. I was like, how is it possible? Because right now I eat very healthy. Like every day I eat K2 
kale salad, I drink kale juice, I take a kale bath. <laughs> right, two years ago, I was eating KFC. And, and my doctor said, you should dramatically change your diet. I was like, okay, I'll just go back eating more KFC then. I think she works for KFC. When I, when, I, when I was about to leave, she's like, wait, are you going to KFC? Can I get you some coupons? <laughs> I just came back from Fiji. Had a great time there. The weather's awesome. People there were super nice. And the best part, you can drink Fiji water for free. <laughs> like, you can drink Fiji water, you can swim in Fiji water, you can take a shower in Fiji water, you can flush a toilet with Fiji water. It's just like, you know, shopping with your friend's credit card. I don't give a fuck about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, 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 like, I think water is the only reason I went to Fiji, to be honest. Like, if Avian had an island, I would go there as well, <laughs> just to waste water. But if you ask me, like, yes, Fiji water is actually from Fiji. It's not like like Arizona iced tea, which has nothing to do with Arizona. I've when I was I was in I was in Arizona for two years. When I was there, I've never I had never heard of Arizona iced tea. I was like asking my friend there, hey, have you heard of Arizona iced tea? They were like, what's ice? <laughs> I had a great time in Fiji. Uh, it's so super fun, all the things. Even like, you know, small things were fun. Like, every day there's a black owl. And, and the electricity would go down as well sometimes. <laughs> and I swear to God, every time when I, there's a black owl, I just got bitten by one mosquito. Like, I know it tastes good. Well, they probably think that drinking Chinese blood can help them look younger. <laughs> but I don't get it because if they buy me in an hour, they're gonna be hungry again. <laughs> I had a great time in Fiji. Um, like everything, just so much fun. I enjoyed everything there. There's one thing that really bothers me, which is, People there speak English better than me. Like everyone speaks English better than me. Even the massage lady speaks English better than me. Because apparently she could pronounce the word massage perfectly well. <laughs> and, and I told them like, no, I, I, they don't believe I speak English because I told them I do stand-up comedy here in San Francisco. They were like, do you do it in Chinese or English? I was like, can you imagine if I do stand up in Chinese? Like, like you guys are not laughing at all, right? That joke kills in Beijing, <laughs> just like the pollution. <laughs> Let me translate that to you, all right? It's like this, an avocado is losing weight, so one day eventually, it's gone. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>
Hong Ming Sun, everybody. Holy shit. Oh, man. You guys know how, like, people post those, uh, like, things on their birthday, like, donate to charities and stuff? I, my birthday is coming up in, like, two weeks. And thank you. I was thinking about what charity to post. I think I'm going to post my own Venmo information, though. That's what I think I'm going to do. I need it more than they do. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your next comedian. Uh, I don't think he and I have uh, done much together, but uh, I have heard good things about him. Make it very loud for Max Mawachanin. I hope to work with you soon. That'll be exciting. I, <laughs> wow, that, was that, that I, didn't, I didn't even... Okay, we actually are. Okay, yeah, got it. All right, cool. And you pronounced my last name right. That's cool. Uh, recently, I was doing an open mic where I was trying to explain to the host how to pronounce my last name, and like he couldn't get it right after like five tries. So eventually, he just goes, "That's a dumb name. You should change it." <laughs> <laughs> and I was thinking about, it, I was like, "That's probably like the first time anyone's ever said that to a white person." Like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's how far we are. Like it's. <laughs> It's not like go back to where you came from. It's like, why don't you go back to where your grandpa came from? It's, um, it's how far we've made it, I guess, guys. That's, I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, so it's summer, which is exciting. I was uh, putting on sunscreen this morning, and I looked at like the bottle of my sunscreen, and I noticed that it said it has the scent of sunshine. And I was like, what does sunshine smell like? I've never, I've never like gone outside on a hot summer day and been like, all right, that's, that's the good stuff, you know? Like... I prefer a more mild, partly cloudy scent, but this will suffice. Or, or no one's ever like, hey, it's an eclipse. Don't sniff directly at the sun. It'll, it'll burn your nostrils. It isn't crazy they made the sunscreen smell like the thing that it's supposed to protect you from. That'd be like if they made Raid that smells like bugs or baby-scented condoms. Yeah, that would, that would be, that'd be weird for a number of reasons, I think. I think if there was an ad, they'd be like, baby-scented condoms. It's weird for a number of reasons. <laughs> I don't it's just selling in the Safeway near you or something. That's why they call it Safeway. That's a tag that I just, <laughs> so I just thought of. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. I had to, Oh, yeah, that's why I was thinking, like, you ever see, like, somebody sniff a baby's head, and they're like, ah, it smells like love. It's like, ugh, I didn't know that's what... <laughs> I don't know that's what you meant by that. <laughs> I think that's all I've got on that, so I'll move on. <laughs> I uh, I was at the store the other day. I saw unsweetened cocoa powder, which I don't, I don't like that. Uh, unsweetened cocoa powder is like an attractive young woman who doesn't get what she wants. Like, <laughs> like it may look good, but woo, it is bitter. <laughs> uh, I also saw cage-free eggs, and I was like, do we keep eggs in cages? Like, that seems kind of silly. They're not going to run away. And plus, they're already in shells. Like, the, the cage is a redundant enclosure. It's not, like, putting an egg in a cage, that would be, I'm going to just keep going with this. <laughs> I was going to see it through. I don't putting an egg in a cage, that'd be like if you took a prison and, like, you put it in a prison. All right, maybe I, maybe I should have just stopped. All right. <laughs> I was uh, I was reading CNN today, which I normally I don't like to do, but I was doing it, and uh, there was a like a headline that said TSA security lines frustrate passengers, 
And it's like, first of all, props to CNN for breaking that story. Like, <laughs> like how'd they come up with, you know, like, oh shit, really? Like, they must have had like some undercover reporters like in line, like, hey, you're not gonna believe this, but uh, I got some pretty big news down here. This, this story's gonna blow up. Can I say that? I don't think I can say that here. I, don't know, I feel like people would be cool with TSA, like airline security stuff. If like after the security line, they just put like, they just gave you free Chipotle. Then they would be cool waiting in line. Like they might even, <laughs> they might even wear tin foil and be like, "Hey, do, can I get through the metal detector with this?" It's, is that that's not really funny. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like like I don't like airline security li uh, like the security lines. But I feel like we don't have that much to complain about if you take into account like advancements in aviation. Like we can fly anywhere in the world at any time we want, and w like we're like all pissed off that we have to wait twenty minutes. This isn't really funny either, and thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but I feel like we shouldn't complain, right? I don't, I don't know how to make that funny. If you have any suggestions, uh, <laughs> I would appreciate it. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep telling jokes about eggs in cages, because that's, that's where I'm, or, or baby-scented condoms. That's, that's really all I got these days. All right, thank you, everybody. Give it up for George and John. Holy shit, keep it going for Max, you guys. That was funny as fuck. Dude, baby scented condoms is one of the funniest things I think I've ever heard. Uh, you guys, uh, I, thought, uh, I thought I had an STD recently, but uh, it turns out you're, uh, you're not supposed to make it this far into your life and still be dry jerking it. So, like, uh, I had to make a real think, like, a lot of things in my life. On that note, <laughs> your next comedian, uh, he's very funny. I see him all over the place. Apparently, we're all coming on his face after the show. Uh, give it up for Max Eddy. Thanks, John. Yeah. Nah, just hit me up, dude. Like, uh, ladies, you can do it, too. I don't fucking discriminate, dude. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Yeah, keep it, give it up one more time for John. Give it up for, give it up for Max and his stupid name. <laughs> stupid fucking name. The last name. I like your first name. I, I do enjoy it. Now, people, people actually call me names a lot. Like, people, people will call me names that I don't like. That, like, there's this homeless guy at Berkeley Bart who every time he sees me just goes, Hey, gay Conan! Ha-ha! <laughs> yeah. It was like, first of all, that's a pretty good reference on his part because I don't think he has cable. <laughs> but also, like, Gay Conan, that's not a very good insult. I think he means it as an insult. It's not a very good one because he's just like, hey, you know that guy on TV? You're like that guy, but with more pizzazz. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. I will give him credit, though. Uh, he's got a good sense for these things because I am bisexual. So, but I'm not gay yet. Okay, I've been trying to figure out how to work that into a joke for a while. That will be the way when I say it differently, so that's good. Um, oh man, yeah, I actually, uh, uh, it's weird It's weird being bi though, like, because people don't believe that it's a real thing sometimes. Like, people think it's, people think it's like ADD, like it's just this thing you make up to make friends freshman year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you guys have ADD? Uh, I lost my train of thought. That was weird. Um, I didn't. That was a bit. You guys suck. Uh, 
You guys know what ADD is? ADD, ADD, attention deficit disorder. Um, yeah, I actually got diagnosed uh, in 2013. It was like 20 years after they made it up. So uh, that's cool. Uh, it is made up. It's made up. It's good. That's good. Um, that's a good joke. I gotta get it for the recording. That's a good joke, Max. Uh, that's, I'm gonna start doing that. Like when I do shitty all comic mics, I'm just gonna like whisper to myself in the recording. Like, no, that's good. Keep going, man. You got it. You got this. Do you? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but ADD. I don't know if you guys know. It mostly affects children with insurance. That's a that's a really good joke. That's really smart. It's really woke and stuff. It's cool. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, actually, I got uh, so I got diagnosed. My doctor recommended that I start taking Adderall, and I was I was actually kind of worried because Adderall is like cocaine. Uh, so I, what if you know what if I start taking it and I become like too dope? Uh, like, how do you know who your real friends are? Is what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> but he showed me this video uh, to sell me on Adderall. Uh, because he was, he was pitching it to me. Like, he wanted to give it to me. Did you know they get kickbacks for that? I don't have a joke for that. That's just, like, a crazy thing. Never mind. I'm fucking... <sighs> don't say that again. Don't do it. It's not... That's not a joke. You're just talking. It's fine. You only have five minutes of beer. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, they, he, he showed me this video. And it focused, it focused on this girl. And she did not look happy, but she was talking about, like, her success story. Um, she was just like, when I was in the 10th grade, I was getting straight Ds. Junior year, I started taking Adderall, and now I'm going to Stanford. <laughs> like, is she possessed? Like, what the fuck? Like, uh, Jesus, it's not good. Uh, um, they also showed a little kid taking it, though, and uh, it shut that little kid up. That was great. That was... <laughs> That was amazing. I bet, actually, this is this is never gonna work in this context. But the thing I want to do for that is to do an act out of a little kid taking Adderall, and he's just like, uh, "Mom, mom, mom, I want ice cream. I want ice cream. Mom, I want ice cream. I want ice cream." Oh my goodness! I am so sorry about that. <laughs> that was so. That's see, it's it's dumb, but I like in my head, it's great. Don't do it again, okay? okay. Don't do it. You got the minute light. Keep doing. You got this. You got this. Um, oh, I actually, this is a random thing that is unrelated to anything else I said, but um, I think speed limits, you guys know speed limits? You guys take Ubers and shit? This, this, uh, I've, I, I've been driving recently, I forgot about speed limits, but speed limits are like the most chill law. Because they're, like, even the signs, they got the, the speed limit real big, but it's like, speed limit 65. But like, if you don't, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I actually heard a, a cop. I, we have a family friend who's a cop, um, which just means he's like friends with my mom and he's fucking my mom. And that's all a family friend is, just FYI. But um, he said the adage is like, uh, for speeding, is like nine, you're fine, 10, you're mine. And I was like, there's no other law like that. Like everything else has hard lines. Like, like 18 is a hard line for fucking people like that's the age no cops gonna be like nine you're fine ten you're mine that would also just be backwards <laughs> like, that's weird okay thanks guys nice city right, keep it going for max you guys that was really good you know like i think you know a joke is really great when after someone tells it, they can't not think about it. And the gay gay Conan is like how I will forever see you now. 
and like that is a strong like you you and you slipped it in too. You weren't you didn't just be like, hey, you know what I fucking look like? Like you slipped it in. That was sneaky and it was really funny. I really fucking like that. Yeah, yeah, that's really funny. I really liked that. Uh you guys here like uh Grand Theft Auto fans? Yeah. I grew up playing a lot of Grand Theft Auto and they like you know, there was always a lot of talk that it, like, desensitized kids to violence, you know, and created, like, unrealistic expectations about life. You know, you can, like, kill hookers, like, steal a police car, shit like that. It's like, I definitely feel like I personally, uh, you know, learned some unrealistic expectations about life from that game, you know. But mainly, like, how easy and affordable hospital visits are. Because that shit was real simple. I thought it was going to be a lot easier than it fucking is. You don't have fucking health insurance. It's not fucking easy. It's real shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your next comic, he is a good friend of mine. He is funny as shit. Please make it loud for Hunter Uniac. Keep it going for John Gab, people. Applaud like peasants. You guys did. I love it. I love it. I've um, been losing a lot of weight recently. I'm on a diet, special diet. I want to share it with you guys if you guys want to lose weight. It's uh, called moving out of your parents' place. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Here's a, it's a two-step diet. Step one, you burn half your paycheck on the 17th every month. Step two, cry. That's fucking it, people. It is. I don't know. I, um, I was up to like five in the morning last night just fucking thinking about shit. And um, I realized... That I am at right now today, I'm the same exact age of 24 years old. I'm the same age that right there, not right now, that my dad was when he had me and I'm his eldest child, you know? And like when he had me, he flew away to Ireland for a year to go to work, came back, and like at my age right now, I live by myself, I pay my bills, and I have a hobby that's slightly fulfilling, also very soul crushing. Um, I'm not a fucking failure, people. Holy shit, this is amazing. I'm not a fucking failure. Apparently, I'm Kaiser because he won't high-five me. I'm not a fucking failure. <laughs> not a fucking failure. Not a fucking failure. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. You're too far. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Alright, Josh. Fuck yeah. Fuck you. Fuck you. No. It's weird, though. It is. Because um, I was doing some more thinking about this, and I realized that my dad was raised Catholic. Okay? And, like, as, as we were Catholic... You multiply as many as possible, you know, but he did it out of wedlock, so he's a fucking failure, you know, but um, I'm an atheist, so I, like, you know, an atheist, you're supposed to have as many kids as possible. I don't have kids, so I'm still a fucking failure. It's a long way to get to that joke. It's all right, though, guys. I um, work at Five Guys. It's a shit job. It means half of my coworkers are illegal immigrants, so they don't really speak English, and um, the other half of my coworkers are high schoolers, so they don't really speak English. You know? Yeah, fuck high schoolers. They're cool. I, um, what else, guys? What else? John was talking about, um, hospitals. I went to go visit my friend in the hospital recently, and, like, I, I saw this fucking, why do hospitals have gift stores? Like, if you're going to a hospital, they, every fucking hospital has a gift store. I think it's to repurpose, it's to gift wrap the coffins. You know? It's just fucking crazy, dude. Like, I saw, I was at the Stanford ICU, and I saw, um, the Stanford sweater. The fucking Stanford sweater. I'm like, how fucking confusing is that conversation when you see somebody with that? You go to UC Stanford? Nah, I was in the ICU at Stanford. 
You know, I get it though. Spending a weekend in that ICU is just as expensive as spending a semester in Stanford. You know, it's weird though. It's weird. More about hospitals. <clears throat> I found out like a week ago, my cousin was actually a survivor of an attempted kidnapping. Fucking crazy, right? I found out through her Snapchat she was in the ICU too. Guess what she was in the ICU for? Broken hand. What was the fucking guy in the ICU for? Three broken ribs, broken collarbone. She beat the shit out of that fucking rapist, people. That's not a joke, but I get why you guys are laughing, especially in this Me Too movement. It's fucking insane. I love the Irish side of my family, guys. She busted a fucking beer bottle on his head, called him a cunt. It was great. It was great. I, um, what else, guys? What else? More about hospitals? No, not about hospitals. I, um, mom works for Bart. That's fun. She's a station agent for Bart, which means every time you Bart hop, she just looks at you and goes, go on through, you know? But she works for station agent. It's really weird when you're trying to connect with your mom when she works for Bart, because her voice sounds a little bit like this. It's just, um, you're my least favorite child. All right. She's cool. I, um, what else, guys? What else? Yeah, guys, I had like three hours of sleep. This is weird. Somebody give me a topic. No? Okay, fuck you all. Spaghetti? Okay. No, I'm not, I was about to steal your fucking joke for a second. <laughs> you know what? Now that I said it, fuck it. Sp no, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> that fucking... This, this, ravioli? Ravioli is like a fucking spaghetti calzone. That's all it is, okay? I just picture like Italian fucking... Like you guys know, um... <laughs> that wasn't even your fucking joke! I just picture the Keebler elves having a second job and they decided to make pasta and what came up was ravioli, you know? I actually hate ravioli, guys. I don't know, I hate a lot of foods. I hate breakfast cereal. I think it's the, um, I think it's mankind's worst mistake. You know, it goes ravioli, the Holocaust, country music, you know? But it's just fucking, like, I, I don't get it. Like, it shits on my favorite part about the day, breakfast. You know, this is how you know cereal is not worthy of breakfast. If you have an omelet at, like, midnight, you had a great fucking night. But if you have cereal at midnight, you're depressed. You know, I've never seen somebody at a French restaurant go up to the server and go, excuse me, sir, I don't know what to get. Should I get the French omelet or the Fruit Loops? You know? It's weird. This is just truth. It's just truth. I want to talk about a one-night stand where a girl ate my omelet and I kicked her out. She had to order an Uber home, but I don't got time. So um, I'll leave you with this. I'll leave you with my favorite phrase to say to people. I think we should say it more often. It's uh, goodbye forever. Ain't no way. It just ain't no way, baby. Yeah, keep it going for Hunter, you guys. Yeah. Do you guys like lasagna? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fucking asshole. <laughs> All right. We're going to keep... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. No, you're fu that was so funny, dude. Like, you were ravioli. This is a spaghetti calzone. That was great. Like, you should be... Can you ghostwrite some jokes for me? That'd be great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep this moving. Uh, your next comedian, I've not had the pleasure of meeting him, but uh, I'm sure you guys are all in for a treat. Give it up for Xavier Campos. I think I said that right. Hopefully I did. Junior Radio, it's good to be here. Oh, guys, uh, I've been thinking about it lately. I have the worst fucking instincts, I think. I think I have the worst instincts. Ever. Like, the other day, like... 
I was sitting next to like this beautiful woman. And she's like, she like warned me. There's this giant mosquito just flying towards me. And then like, instead of just like moving out of the way, just went, wham, I smacked it right into her face as if to say, take her for the love of God. Just not me. Just, it's like, I don't have a pussy, but I embody one often. No, that almost sounds like I get laid. I'm just trying to say I'm a big old pussy, man. It's it's so crazy. Like, uh, one time I was walking to this mic here at uh, Mutiny Radio a few months ago, and I was walking up the street, and this homeless woman, she squats down in front of me, and she starts to urinate. So I cross the street, you know, to give her privacy. She then crosses the street with me and continues to finish. Then I apologize to her. <laughs> I think I know what I'm talking about. I think that's what I, some identifies like a sister. I identifies like a pussy. I think that's all that is. That's all that is, guys. Um, I just I spent the my summer in L.A. and Orange County. Like I think I had to drive down with like the window down, my mouth open, just to get L.A.'s cock out of my mouth. It's just like I had to get to the Bay Area, and I was like, finally. It doesn't make sense. I don't know. I, there, there's, there's no cock that's as big as LA to here. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want to talk to yourself. I'm sorry. I, we can talk about it though. It, it would be like it would probably be a medical issue. I should probably call that guy. Yeah. Well, I had to roll my window down and keep my head out with my mouth open like a dog. In LA. No, on the drive, like, like, oh, uh, like up the window. Yeah, it's okay. It's very meta. It's very. This is a workshop now. This is how you do it, guys. This is how it gets done. We're working it out. We're grinding. Back to it. Back to it. Um, you know, uh, I like to do a lot of the touristy stuff when I'm out there in L.A. Um, I like to go to Disneyland, right? I think the strangest thing about my relationship with Minnie Mouse has got to be uh, figuring out if she wants me or not. Every time I see her, I get this weird vibe. Is it just me? Like, am I not supposed to know about her very public relationship with the other world-famous mouse? Come on, Minnie. You're playing yourself. I saw her the other day. She's covering her eyes with the bow. So sexual. So sexual. Who is that for? Is that for me? Gosh. I saw a picture of her the other day. She's got, she's got her hand over... Her mouth with a stick in her head. What's your dirty little secret, Minnie? What is it? I want to know. My other favorite is that she's got like her lips cleverly wrapped around something. Like they, they do it real cleverly. It's like a straw, or, like some food, like a hot dog, some chocolate. Right? And it's like, what are we trying to teach the little girls all around the world? Uh, hope. I think that's what it is because it's not a cock, but it could be. It could be. There's still hope, you guys. Oh, I don't know. I'll get off it. I'll get every time she bends down, she shows me her underwear. No? No, okay. It's just me. It's just me. I'll leave it alone. Oh gosh. Orange County, such a strange place. Like, do you guys feel like whoever named the orange made an awful mistake? Just like a horrible, horrible mistake. You can kind of tell like whoever ran into it was like, I think we can name this after the color. And just call it a day. Another slam dunk in the fruit naming department of the world. I don't know how stuff gets named. If you take apples, for instance, though, there's like a red apple, a green apple, a Fuji apple. That makes sense. That's reasonable. As soon as you run to a different type of orange, all sense goes out of the goddamn window. Do you know what I mean? It's like orange, tangerine, mandarin. Like, 
you can't tell that those are related. There's no rhyme or reason to that. Like, I feel like the grapefruit was in on the debate and then like wanted out immediately. He's like, put me in the witness protection program right now. I'm like, how about grapefruit? He's like, my name's Grapefruit and I don't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> the difference between apples and oranges is kind of like Christianity and spirituality too. Like, right? Like spirituality is like, yeah, there's a bunch of different kinds, but we're all still related. And Christianity is like, no, fuck that. Fuck everything you heard. It's an orange. It's an orange, goddammit. It died for your sins. Show a little respect. My name's Xavier Campos. Thank you so much. Fuck yeah, you guys. Keep it going. Keep it going for Xavier. All right. Just want to remind everyone again to please make sure you're donating. I know fucking Clem over here fucking brought this goddamn big-ass bag of change, so I know he donated. And I know uh, Rong Zhao over here brought a 20, so he's the man of the night. Give it up for Rong Zhao for putting 20 fucking dollars into this. That's really good shit. I, I think that gets karma or something in, like, where you're from. Does that, like, earn you karma points? I don't know. That's racist as fuck. <laughs> All right, guys, your next comedian, uh, I am not familiar with the name, so uh, yeah, I, I can't really say much about this gentleman, but uh, please give it, make it loud for Josh Holub. That's cool. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah, I know. I don't like me either. So it's you know I'm the one that has to live with this. So now now you feel real great about yourself, don't you? I thank the host for smoking so much weed that we're all now so high. Do you ever not smoke weed? Jesus Christ! Just so much smoke. It's like a fucking Cheech and Chong movie in here. Fantastic. Has anyone ever tried to put their dick into this thing? Anyone? John? Has anyone ever tried to put their dick into this thing? Has anyone ever tried to... Why is anyone answering me? Has anyone tried to put their dick in there? Yes! Assuming no one has done it. I don't want to be the second person to do it. I'm not a fucking hack, but I will be the first person to put my dick in here, sir. Will you put your dick in here? I'm talking to you. No, not you. You. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. This has been fun. That's my time. Thank you. So I'm from, uh, feels weird with the door open now. Yeah, no shit. It is very smoky in here. Uh, I've been trying not to smoke weed, so this is fun because get fun for, get stoned. I get, I get an anxiety to, uh, attack for free. Uh, it's Mutiny Radio. Um, yeah, cool. So I'm from uh, Detroit originally, and um, that's a good place to uh, get murdered. Woo! And uh, so I decided it's time to move. So I packed up my things, and I moved to beautiful West Oakland, California, where the streets are paved of gold. Beautiful West Oakland, California. It's like I never left Detroit. I'm saying it's terrible there. It's terrible in Detroit. Detroit is awful. It's a terrible place to be from, um, and I don't like it. I don't like that it's cool now. Detroit is sometimes I tell people I'm from Detroit and they think I'm cool. I'm not cool, uh, and neither is Detroit. Uh, Detroit's a terrible place. Uh, and I don't like Detroit for a, no a number of reasons. 
One, uh, it's they have like these slogans that everyone gets behind, like Detroit hustles harder is a big one, or Detroit versus everyone, or we work harder in Detroit, or it's hard in Detroit, it's hard in the D. These are all real slogans to basically tell you that the place is a fucking shithole. That's all that the slogans are trying to tell you, is that this place is terrible. We got to work hard to live here in Detroit. It's expensive to live in Detroit. It's not worth it to live in Detroit. Every morning, you move to Detroit, every morning, Eminem will come to your house and kick you in the balls. <laughs> Welcome to Detroit. That's what, how is that a selling point to live to in a shitty place? Detroit's terrible. And it sucks here too. I like living here though. It's fun to live in San Francisco because we have hills. I like the hills in San Francisco. They're fun to walk up. They are fun to walk up because then you get to the top and then you get to watch other shitheads walk up the hill and you stand up there and pretend you're better than them. You're not better than them. But you kind of are. That's the goal is to live, finally live on top of the real estate's expensive here, rent's expensive. But eventually, one day, if I live here long enough, I will live on top of a hill. And then I will never leave my hill. I would only pay money to make fucking idiots that live in San Mateo, wherever the fuck you guys come from. <laughs> only fucking idiots from Richmond and Concord, people from the. I will pay you money through a Postmates app to walk your fucking broke ass up the hill. Come to me, peasant. Bring me my burrito from La Tacarita. I don't want to walk down my hill. I'm never going to leave my hill. I want to live on a hill. I like hills. Hills are fun. I like boners. I want to stick my dick in here in a minute. Don't worry. Um, I, uh, I'm depressed um, usually all the time. But I know I'm depressed now because I'm posting more on social media. That is my, my no, that's how I know that I'm depressed um, when I post on social media. Because usually when I think a thought to myself, I don't think, you know who should think that you should, who should hear this? Everyone I fucking know. I never, when I'm just like sane and normal and happy with myself, I don't think thoughts. Uh, I, I suppose that's why I do comedy. Holy shit. I just had a revelation. I'm going to quit comedy. <laughs> Uh, uh, that seems like a good way to end my set. Yeah, right there. Cool. <laughs> going for Josh Holub, you guys. All right. Keep it going. Holy shit. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to keep this rolling because we had a couple people show up that are trying to get up. Uh, your next comic, he's very funny. I see him around all over the place. Uh, we've done a couple things together. Please make it very loud for Mike Bonds. Yeah, give it up for yourselves, Mutiny San Francisco. Fuck. I think I should just drop this in here in front of everybody and let you guys know I'm with the shit. You know what I mean? I'm with the shit right there. Just dropped my three in. What? You know, how you guys doing tonight? Good? How many fucking people think that their cell phone is actually watching them, man? For real. I'm pretty sure mine's just watching me, man. Recently, you know what I mean? I'm using it the other day. I'm on Waze and shit. And Waze is getting me somewhere, and then all of a sudden it goes, hey, Mike, there's a KFC a half a block away. <laughs> Would you like to get to that shit? And I was like, fuck you, Waze. Get me over there, though. Just knows me. You know what I'm saying? Knows when I want to watch porn, too. My phone knows when I want to watch porn. It knows. It just automatically just shit pops up. I'm like, whoa. How'd you know? You know what I'm saying? How'd you know? For real. Anybody uh, getting, got, uh, anybody else hides a motherfucker right now, too? <laughs> it's really what I want to say. You know? Damn. You know? 
Anybody uh, realize they got a big ass head? Shout out if you got a big ass head. You know what I mean? I just found out recently I had a big ass head, man. It was like a revelation or something. Just light went off in my head and shit. Now I went to go buy a hat the other day and the dude was like, hey man, it's gonna be six to eight weeks before we can get your size in. It's like, I'm sorry, you got a big ass head. And it just, you know what I mean? Then I looked at my son the other day and I was like, damn, that little motherfucker's got a big ass head. <laughs> Took me a minute, but then I, I realized where he got it from. You know what I'm saying? Tried to stop eating meat recently. Any of you motherfuckers vegetarian ever tried to go vegetarian? Ian, I know, right? He's got money, that's why he did it. Cause you gotta have money to be a vegetarian these days, man. I'm broke as fuck, so I'm eating at the dollar menu still and shit, you know? No, I tried to go vegetarian, man, you know? It's really cool for a minute because the best part about being a vegetarian was taking a shit, you know what I mean? You vegetarians, you guys really know how to shit, man, you know? As a meat eater, the struggle is real, you know what I'm saying? But as a vegetarian, shit makes sense, you know? You know what I'm saying? You, you got that, didn't you? Clap it up, man. Come on now. As a vegetarian, this shit makes sense. You know, because it does. You know, just like soft serve, man. Like, that's what happened to me for two whole weeks. I was just shitting hella good, man. And I knew it. I knew why I was doing it, because I wasn't eating meat, you know? And as vegetarians, when you hang out in the vegetarian community and shit, you get to talk to other vegetarians, man, you realize they go the fuck out of their way to imitate meat and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? One of my buddies, he took me to a, a, a vegan deli, all meatless deli. It's like, so there's no meat up in here and all these sandwiches and shit everywhere? How the fuck did y'all pull that off? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's like, yeah, dude, none of this meat, none of these uh, meats got, it's all vegetarian. It's like, shit, man, that's deep. That's deep. You know, it is. It is. You know? Shit, man, I'm married. Any guys, motherfuckers married in here? Just clap your hands. You married? Yeah, you know. Struggle is real still. As a married man, we got to go do married man shit, don't we? Whatever our wives tell us to do, right? Like, what the fuck, man? The other day, my wife asked me to go get a pedicure with her. It's like, fuck it, why not? Go get a pedicure with my wife. What's, what's the big deal? You know what I mean? Let me tell you, man. Women been holding out on us, bro. Because them pedicures, bro. Them is the real deal, bro. Lady started touching my feet. My wife was sitting next to me. I was like, what the fuck? I thought I was about to come. She was, she was jacking my feet. I didn't know my feet can get jacked off, bro. I was like, look, honey. She's jacking my feet off. And she was looking dead at me in the eye while she was doing like. It's like, damn, my feet? It's getting jacked off? This could be it. So now I'm starting an all-male pedicure weekly group. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Me and my buddies and shit, we all get together and go get weekly pedicures. We know what's up. Ladies, we know what time it is. You know what I mean? We know what time it is. For real, man. San Francisco, we know it's getting expensive as fuck. We've, we've, we've already arrived to that point, haven't we? You know? What do what, what all the broke people tell you? We waiting for the big earthquake to hit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what all the broke people tell you. I'm just waiting for the big earthquake to hit. Well, that motherfucker ain't gonna hit. <laughs> this is it. Next big thing is more rent. Like, whoa, no earthquake, more rent. Ah, you know. <laughs> hey, I think that was my time, y'all, but it's been real Mike Bonds. Yeah. You must be. Bonds, you guys. Holy shit.
Oh man, I'm really fucking high. Mike brought a bunch of joints and has been lighting these goddamn things in that back fucking room. Do you guys know uh, that chimps were allowed into space before women? That's like a real true fact. Like, I, I learned that the other day. I think that's like the most American thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. Like, uh, speaking of, like, animals in space, you know, like, the Russians shot that, like, golden retriever into space in, like, the 60s? Well, I I also found out recently, they made a comic book series out of that dog. Marvel Comics wrote about that dog. His name is Cosmo, the space dog, and he gets exposed to radiation, and he becomes telepathic. He gets psychic powers. And fun fact, he's actually one of the guardians of the galaxy. So I think we might be seeing a telepathic dog in the next movie. Yeah, I know, I know. Fuck you. It's for the sake of my joke, but you know what? You guys can go fuck yourself. <laughs> All right, you guys. Your next comedian, uh, I've seen him here a few times. He's a funny dude, and I like him a lot. Give it up for Mike Spiegelman. Thanks very much. Likewise, likewise. Hi, everyone. It's been a couple days, so I brought my notes. Fucking, what's up with Papa John's Pizza? Listen, when I hear Papa John's, I think of uh, Papa John from the Mama and Papas, who's uh, known for music and sleeping with his daughter, but not pizza. They kicked uh, Papa John the mess, they asked their uh, spokesman out, and he's actually suing them. And they said, why are you suing? And he said, I just ordered a pizza, it's terrible. I want my money back. You know, I wish there was a cure for writer's block. I mean, they could put like a moon on the moon, but something, something, no tag. I lived in, uh, my, my hometown had a uh, rink, a seasonal rink, and uh, during winter, it was an ice skating rink, and during summer, it was an ankle-deep wading pool, which we enjoyed. By the way, none of my jokes come from Twitter. Uh, to guarantee that, all these jokes that I say to you, people, human beings, are over 280 characters, except, except for this one. Quick brown fox. Uh, I have difficulty reading comic books. I don't read the thought bubbles. It's none of my business. Let Batman be Batman. I did see uh, uh, Infinite, uh, Infinity Wars with a friend, and I asked the manager for my money back. And he said, why? I said, well, half the population is supposed to die at the end of the picture, and my friend's still here. He said, well, let's kill him. Uh, that way, I don't have to give you your money back. Man, I wish my friend's Jules from high school was around today in high school where Jules are popular. <laughs> so getting your ass kicked for being named Jules. I got a, a tattoo. I love it. It's inspired by the movie Memento. My tattoo says in big letters, See Memento <laughs> on Hulu with commercials. I keep a weed diary. I, on every page, I write down uh, the eighth I bought, the name, the strand, the smell, the taste, and how much I paid for the eighth. And then when I finish the diary, I say, I can't believe I spent $4,000 on this. 
Can you use that for rent? I keep a, a diary. I don't know if you guys do it. Uh, changed my life. Very, I could remember things. I'm gonna talk over this guy. I could remember things. In fact, uh, when I dream, I dream about my day, which makes my uh, dream journal redundant. Don't worry about yours, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I'm watching the door date, that's gonna be me telling people to shut the fuck up. By the way, I lost my diary, but don't read it if you find it. It's somewhere around here, has a unicorn on it. I keep a dream journal. I also lost that, it's somewhere around here. Don't, don't read that either. I, uh, I'm, a, I'm really obsessed by George Burns. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? He's, he's evergreen. The guy was a vaudevillian radio and movie star, television star, and he lived to be 100 years old. And the last things he said before he died was, vaudeville's dead, but I'm still alive? My wife, uh, I don't think she orgasms, I think she fakes it. Instead of uh, climaxing, she just names George Burns movies. She's like, oh God, oh God, book two. Oh God, you devil. Big broadcast in 1937. All right. uh, thank you very much, bye. My friends keep telling me. Yeah, keep it going for Mike Spiegelman, you guys. That was great. Oh, man. You know how uh, they say, like, guys grow their beard out a lot to, like, hide the fat in their face? You know? It's like, uh, I'm trying to, like, grow my beard out to, like, cover my entire body. I'm, like, working on it. I'm, like, a tenth of the way there. You might see me like that in a couple couple months. On that note, that, that's, a, that's a great joke. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Uh, your next comedian, I have not had the pleasure of meeting her before. Uh, is this your first time here? Yeah, fuck yes. Give it up for her, because this is her first time here at Mutiny Radio. So, please come back. Uh, we'll, we'll see if you're funny, and then we'll tell you to come back or not. So give it up for Sarah, you guys. Never been called anything cool like gay Conan, but I did get told I look like a homeless Kardashian recently. <laughs> Not really sure how to feel about it, but I think it means like I dress a little bad and look like I could be famous for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, if everything else about my general appearance didn't let you guys know that I was the token lesbian here at a Mutiny Radio open mic, my overall awkward interaction with the phallic nature of this microphone probably should have been your second sign. Uh, I don't really know what people have in their minds as a stereotype of what a lesbian should look like, but it always comes as like a sort of weird point of contention in my life, like particularly in my interactions with men because they don't expect me to be gay. Um, making regular conversation can get kind of weird because they think the conversation is going a way different way than I think the conversation is going. Like the other day I was standing in line um, at the grocery store and I just gave this guy a compliment just because it was silent and awkward and I didn't really know what else to say. So I was like, hey, that's a cool shirt. Like, I really like that. And he thought I was hitting on him. So he was like, oh. 
Yeah, I got this when I was abroad in Europe, by the way, my name's Chris. And I volunteered myself for like a five minute sales pitch for Chris's dick. <laughs> um, yeah, what Chris didn't know is I said that I liked the shirt because I wanted it for myself. <laughs> um, people tend to be kind of surprised when they find out that I am gay. Like, straight people take a look at me, and when I announce that I'm gay, they kind of react like I reacted as a gay person when I found out that James Corden wasn't gay. <laughs> like, I'm not saying that James Corden is for sure a gay dude. I'm just saying that he's the type of straight dude that when he leaves the set for carpool karaoke, he for sure closes the car door with his hip. <laughs> Probably says goodbye like this, just like gives it a little pop flip of his wrist, like, oh, ta-ta, I must go return him to my wife now. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> Curtsies. Not saying that he has gay tendencies. I'm just saying he has the tendency to probably eat a hot dog the way that I have a tendency to eat an ice cream sandwich. <laughs> Suspicious as fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let's see what else. What else do I want to talk about? Oh, you guys want to hear a story about uh, me going to camp when I was little? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you didn't have a choice because that's all my material. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, the point of contention with my sexuality actually started in the fourth grade. Um, I'm Sicilian in a Catholic family, so that's how that fucking went. Um, <laughs> I got sent to one of those, like, church camps, but it wasn't like advertised as a conversion camp. Damn, I have a minute. <laughs> um, it wasn't advertised as a conversion camp. I was just basically sent away um, and told that I was going to um, camp to get rocked back to God. So I don't really have time to cover why sending your daughter to an all-girls Catholic school that was presumably lesbian was supposed to make her less gay was a bad idea, but you seem like a smart group, so I guess I should get out of here. <laughs> Everybody, keep it going for Sarah. What is your last name? Sarah Carey? All right. Well, please come back here because you were funny and uh, it's nice to have more female energy in this entire sea of dicks, except for you who brought your girlfriend, so that's very nice. Oh, this is who? Oh, sorry. I just assumed. Okay. For sure. For sure. Sorry about that. All right. Well, we're going to keep this train rolling because we're starting to come to the, the end of our show. Uh, our next comedian, uh, he is all over the place. He is on all kinds of different shows, and he is extremely funny. Please make it very loud for Ian Levy. Thanks, oh, thank you very much. Uh, you know, I, uh, f uh, when it comes to women, I'm pretty bad at picking up signals. I, not too long ago, I asked this woman out, uh, and she said, oh, I'm actually married. And I was like, oh, and then she said, and a lesbian. <laughs> and I was like, oh, good, I gotta, I gotta work on my flirting, because I just am not, I just, I, I, I was like, she is so into me, and then I was wrong. Oh, boy. I remember, I was thinking about this a lot recently, um, I, uh, I don't think my mom trusts me at all. Not not in like a, that I'm gonna rob her. She just doesn't trust that I'm a functioning adult. Like I think my mom thinks if I was left alone in a room with a plastic bag, uh, I would suffocate to death within 15 minutes. So just me, just instantly 
it's weird but i i try to connect with her as an adult i i remember when my mom she once told me uh when she, she finally decided uh her and my dad were getting divorced my mom said like she she pulled uh each of her kids aside and when she told me she was like okay i've, I've decided uh i think your father and i are gonna get divorced and i was already an adult at that time and i remember saying like mom you know you know we're all adults all i really care about is whatever makes you happy so that's what you want then that's what you should do. And she said, okay, uh, we're also selling the house and you have to move out. And I was like, whatever happened till death do us part, bitch. And I don't know. <laughs> I didn't call my mom a bitch. She's a nice lady. <laughs> um, I watched this video online recently of this guy explaining that God created men uh, to go out in the world, hunt food and provide for families. And he created women to stay home and take care of children. Uh, but I happen to know in the case of lions, it's actually the female lions that go out and get the food, and the male lions stay behind with the children, uh, which makes me wonder, why do lions uh, defy God? Uh, I just don't understand these blasphemous lions going against our good Lord's intentions, you know. Uh, just the other day, I was hanging out with a lion, uh, and the lion sneezed, and I was like, bless you. And I was like, I'm an atheist. And I was like, oh, fucking shit, I'm sorry. It even hints at it, the Bible. I don't know if you're familiar with the, the Bible, but the lions are one of the most deadly animals in there. It basically goes uh, floods being turned to pillars of salt and then lion pits for killing people. When I wrote that, I thought, that's probably too specific. People aren't going to, I thought, I'm going to get them with a the pillar of salt material, but no, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed or not, but lions hate all religion. Uh, a lion's favorite pastime as uh, drawing the prophet Muhammad. That is just what they, I won't stand for it. I think it's wrong. Um, I, uh, I'm a millennial. Some people say millennials are the worst generation ever. Uh, and to that I say, have you met old people? Like, it is not a great demographic. I'm sorry. Every person who's ever told me that millennials are the worst generation uh, just has a bit of mustard on the side of their face. It's like, really, Grandpa? How do you have mustard on your face? You're eating soup. I don't get it. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, when I, I, uh, I've done a bit of traveling outside the U.S. I once met this guy when I was traveling, and I just asked him, I said, oh, where are you from? And he said, I'm from North America. And I was like, oh, yeah, where? And he said, uh, Montreal. I was like, uh, it, should you really be saying North America? You're throwing that America around pretty hard there. I don't know. I don't know if that's quite fair. You know, it's, you should say Canada. Open with Canada. That's, I just don't want to be associated with you. See, Josh, I didn't need these notes. Thank you for getting the one words I wrote down to remind me of my jokes. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Uh, I work in a cafe. Uh, I have to make uh, fancy latte art all the time, which I'm not, I'm okay at. I can make a nice little flower, but I crack under pressure, right? Like whenever my manager's washing me, my latte art falls apart. Like just the other day, you know, I was all day making perfect little flowers in the latte art. And my manager came in and was watching me make the latte art. And I tried my best. I was going like, do a flower, do a flower. And I accidentally, in the latte art, uh, wrote Bill Cosby did nothing wrong. And I was like, oh my God, oh Jesus, I don't agree with that at all. And my manager's like, you can't send that out. I was like, I know, I don't, you know. I tried again, you know. My manager's like, yeah, do a new drink. So I tried carefully. And then this time, uh, I didn't do a flower. Uh, I drew a picture of a lion crucifying Jesus. So I was like, oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> yes, this is like before. <laughs> do you guys get it? <laughs> Uh, okay, I think that, that was all. Yeah, I think that was all my stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm done. Thank you.
going for Ian Levy, you guys. Oh, man. You know, I don't watch Big Bang Theory, but I assume you look like one of the characters. <laughs> oh, fuck. Give it up. Oh, Matthew Quirk is here. You are, I love how you're dressed. You're like a gay little cowboy that just walked in here. I'm really happy to see you, man. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, we're going to keep this train rolling. Uh, give it up uh, uh, for Graham Gotway. Thank you, John Gap. We have met exactly one time. I got his name right. Fuck it. Graham Galway. I've actually been away for a while. And here's the thing. I said I'd be back when I had 30 days clean and sober. It's been six months. I gave up. It's good to see you. All right. <laughs> oh, God, it has been a while. Oh, well. So, you can probably tell. Like, I'm, I'm getting a little older. I, I think you'll feel me on this one. My hair's getting a little thin. <laughs> but I've been, I started using that stuff, Rogaine. And, like, this shit is miraculous because you just, you put it wherever you want hair to grow. And it, it works because I'm getting, like, some magnificent back hair. And I can barely get a comb through it. It's, it's wonderful. All right, don't give me that look. Like, I, I don't need to explain myself to you. Sorry. Can't tell which one of it is. Like I said, it's been a while. What was I going to tell you about? So, probably a few people in here. Anyone else a child of immigrants? Fucking no one? Are you serious? I grew up believing that I was a child of immigrants. I say believing. Because see, the old people in my family, they would say, in the old country. This is how things were in the old country, in the old country. Eventually, I learned that the old country was the literal name of a trailer park in bumfuck, Arkansas. <laughs> where my people come from. So they moved to Southern California, like the fucking Beverly Hillbillies. But they didn't have money, they just lied on the mortgage application. And that's where we grew up. Now, if anyone's driven around in Southern California, you know those fruit stands on the side of the road, you can buy avocados and shit? We had the only one that sold moonshine. <laughs> and here's the thing, it's, it's honestly, it's a possibility if you ever bought moonshine on the side of the road in Southern California, then yeah, it's possible. My brothers and I siphoned your gas when you weren't looking. You gotta get paid both ways. But here's why I still say I'm a child of immigrants. See, as I got older, I came into conflict with the older elements of the family. They said, you know, it's, it's time, you gotta settle down, have some kids, get married. And I said, fuck you, I'm gonna finish high school. <laughs> we had a fight. But I, I still regret that decision, because like, my cousin's really hot. I'd, I could be a father by now. I don't mind Down syndrome. That's, <laughs> screw you, those kids are cute. I mean, cross-eyed way. All right, that was mean, but that is my cousin. Like I said, white trash. Uh, God, this turned into a confessional, didn't it? So anyway, older elements of the family, they actually, uh, they disowned me for a while when they found out I was a little queer. And I still take exception to that because like, I'm kind of a big queer. <laughs> Thank you. But they disowned me for a while. And, you know, it hurt. But we actually came together. We had one of those big hallmark moments. 
because I, I actually convinced them that I'm, I'm more like them than I am different, it, just by sharing a little crystal meth. Because, hey, keep the old ways alive. You know, Christmas is interesting. Shit, what else I can tell you about? So, John's staring at me. He's not moving his hands. No. I can't tell. I'm, I, see, I haven't been here since they had the clown horn in the back. And that, that used to be the one minute. I kind of miss that horn. All right, all right. So screw it. Well, <laughs> fucking A. All right, let's try, try this one. See, why not trot out the dating material? I got ghosted exactly once. I used Tinder one time. I got ghosted one time. I'm batting a thousand. I text this guy after. I say, it was nice meeting you. you know, can we hang out again? No response. No response. A week goes by before I realize I've been ghosted. I text him one last time. I say, it was nice meeting you. I'm sorry, it didn't work out. This time I get it. <laughs> I get a text back, turns out from his mother. Turns out the night after our date, he was walking home from work, got hit by a drunk driver, died in the ambulance. I know, that should have been my reaction. My actual reaction was, oh, thank God. <laughs> he didn't ghost me. Not in the traditional sense. But he didn't reject me, and that's what's important. And that's exactly what I put in the text back to his mother. And his mother ghosted me. But I try to look on the bright side, you know, like maybe his mother's dead too. All right, we're all bad people. All right, it's Graham Galway. Thanks, you guys. You have Grant Gatway, you guys. Grant Gatway. Like, I, you know, I, you can see on the fucking thing it looks like Gatway. Jesus Christ. I like you, though, dude. You, uh, you remind me of, like, if Marshall from How I Met Your Mother's whole life, like, fell apart. That's what I... <laughs> <laughs> and then no laugh. That's always fun when you take a chance and no one, uh, no one's with you. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, your last comic on the list tonight. It's <laughs> like fuck that fucking guy. Yeah, sorry, dude. I was. We're all. It's all jokes. It's all jokes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, your last comic of the evening. Uh, I have not met this gentleman before, but please give a loud uh, welcome to Josh Geller. Woman. I don't know if you guys caught that, but I put zero dollars in there. I'm broke. I have no cash. Sorry, don't throw rocks at me. I promise I will bring cash next time. How you guys doing tonight? Oh, thank you, thank, thank you, like, like the whore I am, thank you, I appreciate it. Does anyone else drive here? I'm, I'm late every single day to my job, cause, uh, cause of rush hour, every single day I'm late. Not traffic, I just wake up and watch the movie Rush Hour every morning, cause it's a fucking great movie, Jackie Chan, Chris Tucker. Jackie Chan's an American legend, even though he's not American, or is he? Who knows? You guys ever travel? Anyone travel here? You like packing for traveling? 
You know, when you're packing up, getting ready for your trip, putting all your snakes in your suitcase, and then you saw that one movie, and it didn't work out too good, so you leave the snakes at home, and you have a snake-free vacation. That's the way to take a vacation, snake-free. Don't bring snakes. I don't like reptiles. I used to live in Florida before I moved out here, and there's a lot of, like, iguanas, like, just on the side of the street, like, everywhere. And iguanas are like the shadiest. I don't like iguanas. They're just shady looking. They're like the Steve Buscemi of the animal kingdom. They're just something. They look They look like they're about to sell you bogus concert tickets like all the time. Just hanging out on the side of the road. You buy the tickets and then you get there and they don't work. And you're like, ah, oh, fucking iguanas. Should have never trusted them hanging out on the corner. Of course they're bogus. I said that like I really bought bogus concert tickets from Iguana. That would be weird. As you can tell, I smoke pot. Uh, am I the only one not high in here right now? Is everyone high right now? Ah, oh, you lucky, you lucky bastards. You guys ever like ask yourself, like get deep with yourself when you're high? Like ask yourself like meaningful questions like, oh, what's the meaning of life? And then you like zone out on your fat aunt's elbow cooking you dinner and you're like, it's just like a fat aunt's elbow. It's pointless. Life's just pointless. Uh, that's a stupid joke. Let's, <laughs> let's get away from that. San Francisco is known for uh, their gay community. Uh, I didn't know if I was gay. I look at clouds all the time. They always look like two dudes fucking. I don't know if that was a good sign. Someone's like, you might be gay. You should uh, like talk to someone about that. So I talked to a, um, a therapist and they showed me, he started showing me pictures of like dudes having sex with each other. He's like, does that do anything for you? I was like, no, nah, it does nothing. I feel nothing. It's weird. He called it like a raw shack test. I don't know what that means. I never heard about that. All right. Thank you guys. That's my time. Thank you for the dollar. All right, keep it going, dude. You had real sweaty hands. That's awesome. Fuck yeah. That's a great way to close out the show. Thank you guys for sticking around. Um, it was a really fun show. You guys all did awesome. Uh, for those of you that are listening to the podcast, stay tuned because you have some amazing comics lined up uh, for the show. And for those of you that are here, I know you guys just like wandered in. Uh, please stick around because there's some great comics. Uh, Leroy Abu Apawa'a. Yeah, he's no, he's awesome. Matthew Quirk, uh, John Gallagher. There's some really like heavy hitter comics that are here, so stick around, you guys, because there's it's gonna be a really good show. All right, thank you guys. Have a good night. FM has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Summer.
summertime and we're ready to groove in the mission for the 6th annual Noise Pop Block Party. It's free Saturday, August 18th from noon to 6 p.m. with bands Empress Of, Jeff Rosenstock, The Marias, The She's, Small Crush, The Total Bettys, and more. Come to Mutiny Radio for special programming all afternoon, including live comics, karaoke on the radio for donations, and interviews with main stage bands. Bring your family, friends, neighbors, and dogs on August 18th to benefit Mission Language and Vocational School and celebrate the peak of sunshine. For more info, check out the Noise Pop Block Party website at www.20thstreetblockparty.com. Hey, Mutineers Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent.